Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson. Sup, dudes! I'm so happy to be back with the great, the beautiful, the sensitive David Yaz. Uh, thank you, Ed, and the bill will be in the mail for the the uh, damage done to my ears just now during the show <laughs> open, and uh, I think you blew out a definitely blew out some kind of equipment uh, here in our studios. Uh, but it was look, worth it. it it's always worth it. worth it. It was worth it. Yes. And so I'm gonna just get right into it. Let's do it. I just saw what has to be my favorite movie of 2019. That's a bold statement, Ed. Yes, it's John Wick 3. Oh. Better than Endgame. Right. Better than Endgame. And I loved Endgame. You did. Better. You did. John Wick 3 is everything this boy could ever ask for in life, with a cherry on top. <laughs> if you have not seen it, you must. It's pure bliss, violent bliss. But it got me thinking, as I always do in my brain, about what I could do to talk about this, and, and more importantly, Topics that I think really burn in my brain of questions I would have. So I came up with a list, and this list is called the top five movie characters who will kill you and everybody else in the room. So this list came off an argument my son Jack and I had a couple of years ago when John Wick 2 and Equalizer 2 came out. We said, who would win? John Wick versus the Equalizer. Right. Right. And I certainly have my opinions. You're going to hear that later. But it got me thinking about a bigger list. And so for this list, I, I just want to set initial criteria. First is the character has to be the main character in the movie. So okay. no fringe, ass-kicking characters. Two, the movie must take place in the relative world of reality as we know it. And I say relative. So it can't be the Incredible Hulk. It can't be Superman flying around. At least it's based in some grounds of reality. No Mighty Mouse. No Mighty no, Mouse, no. right? <laughs> no Jedi superpowers or no, Terminators no, Mr. Mr. or anything Incredible. like that. Right. right. Okay. It has to be at least a human being. But when you say main character, Ed, that that does that rule out villains, arch villains like the like the Joker and and Darth Vader? Or? Yes. It does. No okay. arch villains. So they they're basically good guys. The good guys. They're good guys. Well, it depends on how you slice good. If you mean killing lots of people, good. Yes. <laughs> Of course I meant that. <laughs> right. What else right. I mean? Right. Yes. All right. So so we're just going to get right into it. This is in order. This, this is, is in order. order. Okay. And I'm going to start with at nine number five, Brian Mills from the Taken movie series. Oh, yes. We have a clip, Ed. Yes. Let's hit it. All right. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't remember me. We spoke on the phone two days ago. I told you I would find you. And death. <laughs> As you say, everyone in the room, right? Yep, everyone everybody. Room he's literally killing about six people in this room right now. Right. God, this guy might be middle-aged, yeah. but he can seriously, seriously whoop some major ass with his quote-unquote particular set of skills. Yeah, this he found a corner of pop culture that he just like set up shop and has just sat there since these movies came out because which it's unlikely, right? Because Liam Neeson was nothing like this. He played characters nothing like this, you Correct. know. Oscar Schindler, you right. know, yes. or, or or some, you know, well-meaning dad or something like that. And all of a sudden, he's a badass. 
Like it was a great idea because and not only has this become like it's when I say it's got a place in popular culture, it's off lampooned. He's he's lampooned it himself. Yeah, there's right? memes all over the place. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can't even keep track of all the times I've seen a spoof sketch where he's like at the in the line at the grocery store and says, "I want you to put all these groceries in the bags." <laughs> I do not want paper. I want right, plastic. Right. I, right. Yes. The whole thing, yeah. Oh, it's magnificent. I think he's more lethal with his hands than a gun, say yeah. later people in in the in this list you're going to see. Um, but he is just super efficient in his killing methods. Um, and it's hard to believe that he's number five with his yeah. ass kickery on my list. Um, but there are four people ahead of him okay. uh, that are coming here. So first off, do you like the Taken movies? Oh, God. Ed... Confession's good for the soul. Everybody has holes in their game. Never seen them. Wow. I know. Wow. I know. I think I'm going to have to give you that engagement <laughs> ring you gave me back. We're done. We're finished. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I can change. I can change, Ed. Maybe I can do something. Like, I don't know. See the movies. That's Maybe right. I, I, think, I think it was I one should. Rocky Balboa who said, if I can change... You, you can, can change. That's right. We all we can, can change. change. Yeah, that was the end of the Cold War. That, that's that, right. Yeah. That's right. It's nice of him to end the Cold War. Well, you need to fix that all stat. Right. All right. Number four, number four on my list. John Matrix from Commando. Wow. So have you seen the movie Commando? Yes, I have. Okay. All right. Commando. Just had a check yep. there. So yep. if you don't know, if you haven't seen this movie, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger in his 80s ass kickery apex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've, we've got it. You want me to yeah, hold on the yeah, clip? Yeah, no, go for the, it. Roll the clip. Okay, yeah. here we go. It's going to be a lot of just carnage sounds. I don't know if you want to narrate yes. a little bit. So in. Arnold, this is the end of the movie, the, the Commando, when he's beating up a character named Matrix, his old army Green Beret buddy. Mm -hmm. They're fighting in a tunnel with a lot of steam pipes around them, which will come into play in a minute. You can hear Arnold's trademark grunt there. Right, yes. The, the Austrians, yep. they grunt their If we us. fast forward a little bit, we got to just get to the one-liner. Okay. Yep. Is it? All right, keep going. Okay. Keep going. All right, little back, little back. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Okay. So he throws a steam pipe through his stomach right. and... And? Let off some steam venom. Ha-ha! Oh, man. No one delivers the one-liner like Arnold. Nobody. That's right. Uh, now, this was the movie w that featured the actor who uh, played Luther in 48 Hours, right? That's that correct. That little weaselly guy. That's correct. And, uh, and also the Warriors come out and play exactly. guy. Yes. Yeah. That guy, yeah, underrated little career. Yeah, that and nice, to them, nice he got, that character got one of the most famous kiss-off lines in this whole movie. That's where I was going. Yeah, where yeah. he says, remember when I said I would kill you last? Mm. Yes, yes, you did you say did that. Yeah. Yeah. I lied. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the uh, our our podcasts here on pod617.com, Shawshanked, and I've gotten to know Nick Stevens, who many of you know as Fitzy from the Patriots fan fan uh, videos. And um, he always says that to me if I say something nice to him or, or even snide on social media. He, write, he writes back, I like you, David. I will kill you last. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Arnold in this movie as a one-man you know, super Wrecking. soldier yeah. kills literally an army mm -hmm. by himself with some of the most creative kills you'll ever see and the biggest guns and everything. Yeah. He has a helicopter gun in this one that he uses to full effect. 
Uh, just awesome. And I know Arnold's killed a lot of people in his movie career. Never better, in my opinion, <laughs> than John Matrix in Commando. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Number three. Number three. Oh, sorry. Don't you hit when you hit the wrong That's all right. Effect. That's all right. I'm here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Number three is Robert McCall from the Equalizer movies. Now, this might come out of left field for a lot of people. Denzel? Denzel's Denzel. a serious actor. If yeah. you have not seen the Equalizer movies, you are missing out on some serious ass-kicking awesomeness. He is his background. We never really understand. They never really explain. Is he secret yeah. military ops? Is he like you know ninja type person? Whatever it is, he's gone off the grid. And when we meet him, he's working in a Home Depot, and then as a Lyft driver, right? But of course, shit happens to innocent people, and someone has to to dole out vengeance. Has to step up, right? And it's our boy here. All right, so let's, he, oh, you yeah, want to go for this? it? No, okay, go, go, go for it. This is my favorite scene of the first movie. Russian mobsters have cornered him in a room, so he goes and locks the door. And you're about to see Equalizer time. Going right into Denzel's eyes. Yep. And now he's planning out, within a nanosecond, the next 20 seconds, which will be the last 20 seconds of these motherfuckers' lives. (laughs) He's got every detail, every tattoo. Yep. Every... He's just looking at where he's going to slash that guy's throat, yep. I think. <laughs> yep. Who's got what weapon? Corkscrew in the corner. I'll use that later to kill somebody. Right. You better keep narrating it because yes. there's a lot of dialogue in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he's got it. Now he starts his stopwatch, and it begins. Now I forget. Is he trying to like beat his record as to how many guys he's killed? No, this is how he dispenses justice. <laughs> oh, right. So first guy he kills, takes him, uses him as a human shield, kills the gun, corkscrew in the eye, stabs a guy with Knife a bottle, yep. slashes a guy's throat. One guy's like, oh my god. Then he quickly kills him with a one-two knife. More corkscrews. He's about to put it through this guy's jaw. Yeah, do it, Denzel. Corkscrew that jaw. Oh, here we go. Dead. Right in his gut. Yep. Yep. He's not coming down for breakfast. No, he's not. (laughs) And as he's doing it, he's going to show him that he spoke Russian the whole time. He understood everything they were saying. As he says in Russian, understand. Great stuff. Brilliant. You know what's... It's funny. Uh... I, I know that you lo- you love the artistry of of killing, but it, it's fun <laughs> and it's great. It's but it's just it because it's a it's a movie only kind of thing. I mean, I mean, which is I'm not that's not a knock on it. It's one of the it's a real life movie. Like everything that just happened in theory could happen, but yes. you do have to suspend reality. As yes. To, so, like uh, anyway, um, but what's what's funny about it is the rules. Like if you get a corkscrew into your neck you're gonna die i think that's probably pretty true in real life yeah but also but it's funny how in other movies like do you remember how sean connery in the hunt for red october kills the the one uh traitor guy towards the beginning of the movie yeah remember that yeah remember what he did he just he basically just knocks his head on the table he, like the guy like the, he turns to the left knocks the guy's head on the table i guess maybe twists his neck to break his neck and that guy's dead yeah. like like he's fine dead so and yet, sometimes if you whack a guy on the on the skull, 
it just means he's completely unconscious for two hours, wakes up, rubs his head and says, oh, my head hurts, and then completely forgets about it. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, you bring up that, that's a really interesting point, because one of the famous moves in a lot of movies is to walk up behind somebody and do the, the two-handed snap of their neck. Right, and which, they're dead. What the, yeah, right. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's a little convenient. It's a little too easy. Like, can you do that anytime you want to, to any person? Um, I don't want to know whether that's true to life, actually. Right. It kind of grosses right. me out, but anyway. so for, So far, we've had three really tremendous ass kickers. Right. Okay? Right. They've all been men. They have. Number two is oh, not boy. a man. Here we go. Here we go. Number two is... Sisters are doing it for themselves. Yes. The Bride from uh, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2. And I don't know if this clip will work because it's really not going to be any dialogue. Well, Okay, I'll just play it. Yeah. You, you narrate a little yeah. bit until you get bored. But, but here um, we have our hero, so, Uma Thurman, as the bride. Beatrix Kiddo. Oh, yes. She's talking here. Any more subordinates for me to kill? Hi. Go-go, Dane. Go-go. Bingo. Right. Otherwise, demure, Asian-American looking yes. woman. But holding a mace. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but now they're just talking they're in Japanese. They're talking in Japanese, kind of sizing each other up. She's got the schoolgirl yes. outfit on, of course. Yes. I know you feel so we could cut this because okay. this leads to a scene of just like one of the epic carnage scenes right. in movie history. Yeah. The bride killing the crazy 88s. And yep. literally 88. 88, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And just, they were and, named that for a reason. Right. Yeah. In the most bloody, dismembering, awesome way. Did the band get it too? The, no, the band got the, out. The band but got but out. do you remember okay, the song good. they were playing when they yeah, walked in? Yeah, it was... Uh, the ooh ooh song yes, or something exactly. is that what it's called? Yeah, sure. I, I yeah. bow at your knowledge. Sometimes <laughs> I really not many people would be able to answer that. Well, Tarantino's got the knack for picking a song that that seems out of place, but but then once it's in one of his movies, it's inextricable. It, yes. you, you can't Stuck separate. Stuck in the middle. It. It, 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 that's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's the classic right, yes. example. Yeah. I used to like love that song. Still like it. But don't enjoy it as much. <laughs> That's a different I, meaning now, I right? I think of severed ears. Right. Yes. So Beatrix Kiddo is the name of the bride. Right. And she's not huge like Arnold. She doesn't do a time you know, stoppage thing like Denzel in Equalizer. Right. But she can sure fucking kill. And she is so badass. You know, from the, the these two movies, if you haven't seen them, are must-watches. And to see her... Not only being an amazing with a katana sword, a Hattori Hanzo sword, as a matter of fact, <laughs> oh, uh, but to be martial artist extraordinaire, to to literally kill some of the most top assassins in the world with just pure brutality. I, I, I defy you, except to say one person who I'm going to say ahead of her, mm. who could take her out. Yeah, I don't know. She she took on all comers in this film, including. Um, Snatching Daryl Hannah's eyeball out of her oh, eye socket, so great, so great, yeah, and uh, essentially destroying the is it Keith Carradine, David, Car which David Carradine, which Carradine is that? David yes, Carradine, yes, yes, with the what do you call that method? The five, or? that's the five finger palm of death, or something <laughs> like that. Yes, I know right. I, that's not the exact name, but I yeah. Know, yeah. So I have a question for you. Though, yes, so you're a fan of. Both Kill Bill movies? Yes. Love them? Okay. Yes. Were you a fan of kung fu movies at any point? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I'm wondering if you have to, because I have nothing against the Kill Bill movies. I just, at times, I was borderline confused as to, uh, is, the, is there 
a rhyme or reason to the carnage because it got to the point where it's like the point of the scene is for someone's arm to get off, cut off and the blood to spurt out like a like a like, <laughs> right. a, like, a, like yeah. a broken um, sprinkler head on somebody's lawn, you know. And but a lot of that I think was homage to yes. kung fu movies. Quentin Tarantino, as you know, worked in a yep. video store, and he's right. the biggest student of film, and he's particularly loved the spaghetti westerns and the old kung right. fu movies. Yep. So that was, this movie's, these both of these movies are definitely homages. I just, re, they must be running a bunch of them now, because I, I just rewatched two of his, uh, uh, Django, Great which movie. is which gets yeah. better yes. with age, and also, uh, oh, The uh, Hateful Eight. Which also I didn't love that one. Really? Yeah. It might be worth a second watch for if if you haven't tried it. Just you know, classic Tarantino. In a way, all of his movies are very very similar. Kill Bill might be an exception actually, but the, just those scenes where the tension he he just plays with the tension. Like what's his name? Channing Tatum is hi- spoiler alert is yes. hiding beneath the floorboards. Yep. You know, or with Django, the whole tension about how he's done this in so many movies. Um, um, uh, Inglorious Bastards, among them, where there are two people at the table who who are kind of turncoats or they're spies. Yes. They have a secret they don't want to reveal. And Leo DiCaprio is the deliciously evil, racist, you know, um, Calvin Southern. Candy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Candy. Um, and that tension is just great until finally it snaps and, you know, it's, then yes. people die. He, you know, as much as I'm praising his action, no one, no one does dialogue better than Quentin yeah. Tarantino. How about that? The first scene in Inglorious Bastards, oh. where uh, you know Christian Waltz with the with the dairy the, farmer, the dairy yes. farmer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. god, I could watch that a hundred yeah. times. That guy, whoever that dairy farmer guy is, actor, so good, so good, yeah, so good. Okay, we're at number one, Dave. Oh my goodness, I led with it, and I stand by it. The number one person who will kill you and everybody else in the room is John Motherfucking Wick. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. The Baba Yaga. He, he earns that name. No, why is he the Baba Yaga? I'm sorry. Yes. You're going to hate me again. Yeah. Baba Yaga yeah. Is, is Russian for the boogeyman. Okay. Yes. I, I like that. And he is the boogeyman to assassins. Right. That's what assassins call. You have to be one fucking bad motherfucker. To have assassins, the baddest of the baddest, mm-hmm. refer to you as the fucking boogeyman. That's right. Right? And this guy, I mean, <laughs> after having seen John Wick 3, it only just cements this list to me so much more. He will kill so many people in the most creative, ass-kicking ways. The, in John Wick 3, he kills – it's in the previews, so you're not going to – I'm not spoiling anything. Right. He kills people on horseback. He kills people on motorcycle. He kills people with a book. A book, right? Mm -hmm. Or as they say in John Wick 1, with a fucking pencil, right? The guy, first of all, I'm team Keanu all day, every day. He will kill you in a boat. He will kill you on a moat. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like literally, he is the most ultimate ass-kicking person. I thought in my brain, who could beat him? I cannot think of anyone in the world, in the fictional movie universe, in real world, who could even come close to him. The bride, he would kill her. You know, Denzel and yeah. Equalizer, he would kill her. You know, as much as I love Arnold, he would take him out. Because John is, a, is just a killer. He's mm-hmm. a straight-up killer. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, hundreds and hundreds of assassins all around the world. This last movie, John McThree, if you haven't seen it, the premise, which is out there, is 
there's a bounty on his head. The whole mm-hmm. world is looking for him for $14 million, right? $14 million bounty. The whole world wants to kill him. Right. And they can't because he's John fucking Wick. <laughs> oh, man. You love your killers, man. I do. You do. I do. You do. Well, there's, a, there's a, I think, something you need to address to oh, our boy. listening audience. Oh, boy. All right. You don't, you don't mind a, a curveball at in a little criticism, yeah. right? Nope. Give you, it to me. It, it's been well documented, your distaste for people who post things on social media with a serious look on their face and some kind of philosophical bullshit pablum. Well, now this, this could be phony, Ed. It could be. Like, let's I, that's, my, that's my thinking. It could be. But there's one, been one going around with, with Keanu Reeves looking pensive and looking very facial hairy. And uh, there's a, a quote attributed to him. Now, would you like me to read it in my uh, Keanu Reeves voice? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Thanks, Ed. Someone told me the other day <laughs> and he felt bad for single people because they're lonely all the time. I told him that's not true. I'm single and I don't feel lonely. I take myself out to eat. I buy myself clothes. I'm going to jump the tracks. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> I, have great, I have great times by myself. One... <laughs> Once you know how to take care of yourself, company becomes an option and not a necessity. Thank you. So first off, outstanding, Keanu. Outstanding. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Now, I'm going to call horseshit on Excellent. this. Excellent. Yes. I'm going to call horseshit on this because right. he would never do that. As a matter of fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact... Mike Keanu would never do that. He would never. He would never. As a matter of fact, he is one of the few celebrities. I don't know if you ever read the Keanu stories with fans and all the cool stuff he's done over the years. Who is truly one of the nice guys and humble. I've heard that actually. I have heard uh, of Hollywood. There's a great story. uh, A couple months ago, was in the news that he was on a plane flying commercial because he's Keanu with all these people that was delayed. And so, what did he do? They said it's going to be hours. You know, Keanu, being a superstar, could get whatever he needed to get done, whatever. Instead, he got he rented two buses, got everyone on the buses with him. How far drove are we them. traveling? Uh, it, was in, it was a flight within California. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. Yeah. So he drove, he f- drove and traveled with them mm-hmm. on bus, taking selfies, answering questions, acting as a tour guide for them. What a fucking awesome guy. Yeah. You know? He got everybody on the bus yes. and everyone cheered. And yeah. then he turned to the driver and he said... Don't let it drop below fifty-five <laughs> miles Perfect. an hour. Yes, exactly. Or we'll be dead. Right, dude. <laughs> like honestly, like some might say Marlon Brando, some might say Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. My favorite actor of all time is Keanu Reeves, and I know he's not the technically the most talented thespian, but I defy you to tell me that his movie catalog isn't among the greatest ever. I just wish he had done more comedy. I'll say. I'll say that he he's will not, be. He's not. Yeah, that's right. Bill and Ted, <laughs> Bill and Ted three. Bill and Ted three. Sorry, yeah. right, right, right. So he, um, yeah. By the way, you never addressed that. Since Hi, I I'm Alex Winter. And yes. I'm Keanu Reeves, and together we are Wild, Wild Stallions, <laughs> and we are here at the man. Hollywood Bowl, where we'll never play, never play. Oh. <laughs> but we're here to announce something. Yes, we want to say thank you to you, the fans. We do because it looks like we might actually, hopefully. Make a movie this summer. Bill and Ted 3. Face the music. Yes. And it is all because of you guys, and so we owe you a huge debt of gratitude, and we wanted to say thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. be excellent. Be excellent. To each other. Why didn't I say that part? That's right. right. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I I just thought, I just, 
I yeah, everyone has a different taste. I respect your choices. At how could I not? Um, you are the oracle of entertainment. <laughs> of, of entertainment, as far as I'm concerned, he was so good in Bill and Ted, and then he was so good in Parenthood, which is one of my favorite Great movies movie. of Great all movie. time. Yes, as the unlikely role model to young Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I just loved him. It, it, just such a nice timing and everything. But he's great as an action hero. He, he's got a. He, he does have a. Well, besides John, other than the John Wick movies, what would, what's his best action movie? Is it uh, Speed or The Matrix? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> stepped in shit that time. Yeah, uh, he's the yeah, one. Yeah, uh, he's the one. He's the chosen one. Yes, yeah, right. the guy is fucking awesome. How about Point Break? Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that that has it all because that's a, that's an action movie that also has kind of a campy value that's yeah cool. and yep. Swayze which always makes something cooler of course yes yes he's the man dude and um and so there you have it there's my list I don't know why I questioned you right the people have spoken and as they do often yes <laughs> leave one wolf alive no sheep are safe. Tell people where they can find you, Ed, <laughs> as we close it out. Tell people where they can uh, find you. Redpilltalent.com, Twitter, at Ed Nathanson, LinkedIn, Ed Nathanson, Instagram, Ed underscore Nathanson. Until next time, are you not entertained? Depends on how you slice good. If you mean killing lots of people good, yes. 